Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical, underage sale prohibited. Introducing Zone Nicotine Pouches, the perfect balance of unparalleled comfort, longer-lasting flavor, and nicotine that satisfies. Whether you're zoning in during the race or zoning out after a tough day at work, Zone gets you there faster and keeps you there longer. Available in seven flavors and in six and nine milligram strengths. Find Zone at zonepouches.com and retailers near you. Own your Zone with Zone Nicotine Pouches. MRN Crew Call on MRN.com is presented by MoneyLion, the world's most powerful financial membership. MoneyLion, here we roar. And also brought to you by Hercules Tires. Ride on our strengths. Welcome to MRN Crew Call presented by MoneyLion. I'm your host, Rocco Williams. Thank you for joining us today after a very, very exciting race in Martinsville Speedway this past weekend. Martin Truex dominated. I mean, and when I say dominated, the race was 500 laps. Martin Truex led 464 of those laps, dominated that race. It was very exciting to watch. And, you know, it took a fight at the end to take a little um, attention away from that race. But overall, it was a good race. I mean, he punched his ticket for the championship, and um, he is going to Homestead and racing there. At the same time, it's getting tight. It's getting tight. My boys, Chase Elliott, they had a rough day. They broke an axle, but they did a lot of damage and crash repair to get that car out there, and they made up some points, so that was good to see as well. And Denny Hamlin, my favorite going into the race, he had an eventful day as well, qualified really, really well. He started in that first pit box, so he was able to use that to his advantage, and um, we'll talk about that as well and and how he was able to overcome some of the obstacles that he had. And then you had the 22 car and Blaney, those Penske guys. You know, um, Blaney, I watched him a lot because, you know, they were amidst, um, they're amidst a pit crew swap. You know, once the playoffs started, they brought the two car who did not make the playoffs back, Brad Keselowski's pit crew, and they uh, manned the, the, um, the pit crew responsibilities for Ryan Blaney. So I was very, very intent on watching them to see how they managed. And they did very well, of course. That's a championship team. They did what they were expected to do, as well as that Blaney crew who was on a two-car as well. They looked very good as well. So with that being said, I'm very excited about Texas going into Texas. I mean, we've already had a fight at Bristol. We know we've had fights, or at least I know we've had fights at Texas with that being said, it's going to be a good race to watch and one that I'm really, really going to be focused on this week because after Texas is the last race before uh, we determine who is going to Homestead. So you'll have three drivers uh, win their way in to Homestead unless you have a repeat winner, and one is going to point their way in. But besides all that NASCAR talk, if you all remember back in um, – we're going to get back to uh, the playoffs in and what's going on there. But if you remember, we spotlighted um, a young athlete by the name of Brianna Daniels. Brianna Daniels was a point guard in Norfolk State, and she's the first African-American pit crew member ever. I mean, this young lady has balled out of control and really made a name for herself in this sport. Recently featured on an Advil commercial featured nationally. I mean, everyone is calling me about Brianna Daniels, seeing her, and so proud of what she is doing um, putting the sport on her shoulders as, a, as an African-American woman and embracing it and showing that, hey, this is cool what we're doing. With that being said, Brianna came by the shop at Rev Racing and paid the 2019 class a visit and shared a surprise with them as well. So if we can play Slawcam, 
let's highlight Brianna for all the efforts that she's doing this year as well as how she's paying it forward to the ones that are following right behind her. What you got going on here? Why you got all this food? Breakfast for the folks giving back, you know? Why well, you got all this food over here? I mean, Man. Sometimes. You brought us breakfast? Both angles, famous chicken and biscuits. My girls looked out. Hey, what's up, guys? What's up, Where's that breakfast you said you had for us? Good job, Brianna. You know, paying it back, coming back to where it all started. Those athletes, they really look up to her, and they're doing an awesome job on um, just progressing through the sport. They were introduced to adjustment stops this week. They just completed week nine of their training, and they are progressing to get ready to head to Excalibur Pit School to our booking agency to really get submerged with other athletes within the sport. So stay tuned. Come right back because I'm going to give some advice to all those playoff pit crew members I'm going to give them a little bit of advice on how they can handle some of the pressures of pitting race cars in the championship run. Want the keys to a custom-built Mustang GT? You could win one of three custom-built Mustangs designed by three world-class build teams paired with three NASCAR drivers. Joey Logano, Austin Sindrick, and Ryan Blaney. Enter before October 20th at midnight. Just text ROAR to 95615. That's ROAR to 95615. Or visit roarsweepstakes.moneylion.com and triple your chances by joining Money Lion today. No purchase necessary. Ends 10-2019. Must be 18 or older. For official rules, visit roarsweepstakes.moneylion.com. Clutch Coffee Bar in Mooresville, North Carolina is redefining the drive through coffee game in Race City, USA. The Clutch experience is fast, friendly, and delicious. Quality drinks and unmatched customer service is the name of the game. Clutch Coffee Bar offers signature lattes and mochas, custom flavor-infused energy drinks, smoothies, and more. Over 25 flavors, there's something for everyone. Visit our two locations in Mooresville, 356 Williamson Road and 154 West Plaza Drive. Open daily from 5 a.m. to 9 p.m. Power up today with Clutch Coffee Bar. Hi, folks. Mike Bagley here. At MRN, we rely on equipment from Racing Electronics. Joey Logano took the lead on the back straightaway. Racing Electronics has scanners and headphones. We can listen to every uncensored conversation between driver and crew. You won the championship, baby? Yeah! And when we need live audio, in-car cameras, and up-to-the-second statistics, use their latest handheld unit called Legend. To learn more about these products and many others, visit RacingElectronics.com. Racing Electronics, the official two-way communication partner of MRN. All right, and we're back. As promised, I told you we're amidst the playoffs right now, and it's getting very, very tense for all of those athletes on pit road that have a chance to make it to that final four. There's a lot of pressure that goes along with that. And when things go wrong, the first guys to take a brunt of all of that uh, drama are the pit crew guys. With that being said, I want to give you some advice and some tips on how to handle that pressure 
when you have a car that's capable of winning each and every week, not only each and every week, but to make it to that final four, you know. So I'm going to give you a few of those tidbits. I want to start off with um, first, you have to know how to maintain. When you're running in the top five, all those cars are good up there. You know, they all have the top elite athletes. So they all know what they're doing. It's very, very hard to pick up spots on pit road running in the top five. If we'll play our first video. We'll play number one. You know, we're going to play our first video. Maintain, like I said, you're not going to pick up spots on pit road. So with that being said, the cars in this video are the number 19, the number 11, and the number 12. Notice the gap between those cars. You see the spacing? None of those cars, if they come in and do what they're going to do, none of them are going to overtake any of those cars ahead of them. Because they do what they're supposed to do. All they're able to do is maintain. All right? Four tires, no adjustment is what is done on all four cars. They're doing the exact same thing. Therefore, they should come out the way they entered. And they did. In fact, the 11 was the lucky crew of this bunch. Because if you noticed on their pit stop, they had to double pump the left side. No other cars that I know of um, had to do that. You know, when you're going into Martinsville, Martinsville is unique for the Jackman on on a couple of occasions. You know, it's tight on pit road. At the same time, the car setup has longer chains. And back when I was pitting, longer chains meant you had to double pump constantly just to get that tire out. But when you double pump, you're losing two-tenths to four-tenths of a second on that left side. Your stop is going to be slower. Not to mention, if you do an adjustment, your stop is really going to be slower. At the onset, Martin Truex say, said that he had one of the best cars that he had. He didn't expect to win the race, but they only made one adjustment on the first pit stop. After that, it was just four tires and fuel from what I saw. So with that being said, they were poised to have a great day on the offset because the number 11 car was making adjustments all day. The number 22 was making adjustments. The number 9 was making adjustments. But I did see that double pump on the left side on this stop. But they maintained being that the number 11 had that first pit box. Normally, that first pit box will give you an advantage and you're able to overtake other cars, even though you might have the exact same times. But being that on this stop that we just showed you that 11 had that double pump, they weren't able to utilize the first pit box like normally. But I don't think it would have worked because if we go to the next video, if we show number two, we're going to see what I call the snowball effect. The snowball effect is when you see a snowball going downhill, it gets bigger and bigger and bigger. The thing that's going downhill for pit crews is mistakes. So when you have one mistake on the next stop, you might have another one. Then the next stop, you have another one because you're losing focus and you're focusing on those mistakes. Do not fall a victim to the snowball mistake. On this next caution, the 19, the 24, the 14, and the 11 come in. The 9 car did a left-side adjustment, and they broke their axle on this stop. The number 19 car had no adjustment, and the 11 car had no adjustment. The 11, this is the second stop the 11 car did. On the stop previous, they had to double pump this left side. The crew chief went to Denny Hamlin on the radio as he was racing and instructed him if he could stop a little bit wider in his box. And as you can visibly see, he is wider in his pit box. With that being said, they had to make a left side adjustment. The number 19 um, did not make an adjustment. I already know the 19 is going to come out on front because they did not have an adjustment. But I did notice on this stop right here, the 11 did not have to double pump on the left side. But what he did have to do is they drug the left rear tire out. 
Why did the left rear tire drag out? The reason why you have a left rear tire drag out is one main reason. The car is not high enough. I'm sorry. There could be two reasons. The car is not high enough or the setup doesn't allow the car to get up high enough on one pump and you have to give it a bump. No other of the top five teams that were racing in Martinsville had to double pump the left side, but the 11 car, you know, so that was a big advantage. I mean, disadvantage for them. That could have been contributed to setup. That could have been that could have been contributed to the driver being too close to the wall, like it was instructed. But from what I've seen, if you can show that stop one more time, because I want to focus on the eleven. I want to I want to focus on eleven pit stop. You will see it as the snowball effect. The stop previously, they had a mistake, right? They said Denny was too close to the wall, which contributed to why they had to double pump on the left side. It did not seem to me. That he was that close to the wall, but as he got wider, on um, as he corrected that and was wider in the pit box, the tire drug out. So what that tells me is that it is not all about the driver being too close to the wall. You really have to extend that pump, okay? Then he stopped, was too close to the wall on the first one, not on the second. Kellen Mills is a great jackman and can prevent crowding the wall by adjusting his leverage point. Kevin Mills is a jackman of the 11. I mean, beast mode if you see him. You, can't rec- you cannot miss Kellen uh, uh, when you see him on pit road. Anyways, Kellen jacks the car on the end of the handle, and space is a premium for that technique. Short tracks and their tight pit stall, pit stall favor a mid-leverage point for the jack handle. And when I say a mid-leverage point, he might want to think about altering where his leverage point is on the handle. Instead of going all the way out to the end of the handle at a tight race like Martinsville, you might want to move your hands more to the mid of that handle. Therefore, you can get that full stroke and you're not crowded by that wall. And that car can come all the way up and that left rear tire can come all the way out cleanly without dragging the ground, without scrubbing or anything like that. Dragging the tire out of um, the wheel well, I mean, it could slow the stop down from half a second to one and a half seconds. Now, prior to these new jacks being um, developed, the only way to prevent that, besides setting the car up in a way, shortening the train change, was to have a 10-inch jack. And a 10-inch jack is a large jack. Basically, it gets the car higher than, than normal. Your normal jack is about nine inches or nine and a quarter inches or nine and a half. That 10 inch jack, it takes a beast mode jack man to really lift that car up in one pump. I really believe Kellen has a 10 inch jack at the same time. It wasn't so much of Denny getting close to the wall, you know, and I'm sure he'll correct me this when I see him at the track. I think it was more of he just has to get more out of that pump as well as when they check those chains in the garage and they see that those chains are a little bit longer, you just might have to pump and a bump it. And if you pump and bump in it and you're running in the top five, you're going to lose spots on pit road. So I give kudos to that qualifying effort that they had that they were able to maintain, you know, with double pumping on that left side. But at the same time, they look very good. I have two more tidbits that I'm going to give you right when we come back. But I do want to remind you, Hercules Tires is giving away a free set of tires each and every month. And all you have to do is go to HerculesTires.com and register for your chance to win a free set of tires from HerculesTires.com. 
your chance to win a set of your very own Hercules tires. Go to HerculesTires.com slash MRN. Simply register, and each month we'll give away one set of tires. Hercules Tires has the value, selection, and industry-leading mileage coverage to get you wherever you need to go, no matter where the road takes you. Register now for your chance to win a set of Hercules tires at HerculesTires.com slash MRN. Hercules Tires, ride on our street. It wasn't just built to be a museum. It was built to be a shrine to the history, heritage, and future of the sport we love. This is our house, the NASCAR Hall of Fame, and it's packed full of classic and present-day cars, including Petties, Earnhardts, and Waltrips, as well as interactive experiences, realistic racing simulators, and much more. Plan a trip to the NASCAR Hall of Fame in Charlotte. Tickets at NASCARHall.com. NASCAR Hall of Fame. This is our sport. This is our house. The race to the championship is coming through the desert. It's the Blue Green Vacations 500 NASCAR semifinal race weekend at Phoenix's ISM Raceway. Now, after a $178 million modernization project, it's more personal than ever. With access that gets you into the infield and NASCAR garages and even closer to the cars and drivers. Don't miss the Blue Green Vacations 500 semifinal race weekend at ISM Raceway, November 8th through the 10th. Lock in your seats now at ismraceway.com. is presented by the Goddard School, the best childhood preparation for social and academic success. Visit GoddardSchool.com for more information. The Goddard School, learning for fun, learning for life. And that's facts right there. You know, Goddard School does a very good job, not only with my kids, but a lot of my friends, they utilize the Goddard School as well. So very excited. My youngest daughter, though, she's getting ready to get out of there. You know, she's turning five and kindergarten is starting. So, you know, the Goddard School has done them well. So I know she'll be having a slight advantage when she enters kindergarten thanks to the Goddard School. With that being said, let's get back to racing. The Martinsville race. I got to admit, Blaney was running very, very well the entire race. I was kind of pulling for him a little bit just for the simple fact that I knew what had happened to that that pit crew. They weren't on there, and I really wanted to see the number two pit crew uh, perform the way they were expected to, which is why they were placed on that car. But with so much pressure with these cars and making that Final Four to Homestead, certain things can totally take that out the picture. Mistakes and accidents on pit road. As a tire carrier and as a jack man and as a tire changer, um, frankly, you know, you always run the risk of being hit by a car, being run over or whatever the case may be. You don't think about it at the time. You know, as an athlete over the wall, if you're thinking about getting hit, more than likely it's going to take your focus away from what you have to do, you know, especially with the, the loss of a, a crew member and going from six to five members. That beast mode tire carrier has to do more than what he previously had to do. One of the things that you could do as a tire carrier is out of your peripheral vision, you could always be mindful of where those cars were. And even if you did not see where the cars were on pit road as you were running around, you definitely could feel them. You know, I want to showcase um, a number three video right here. And I call this getting skinny and you have to get skinny. And I'm going to show you why, because the number four to 48 car hits the number 13 tire, um, the tire carriers tire out of his hand during yellow flag stop. 
Jimmy was coming out of his box as Ty Dillon was entering his pit box. Jimmy was pinched by Keselowski leaving his box and sideswipes the tire carrier for Ty Dillon and knocks the tire out of his hand. Mind you, you know, the tire carrier is carrying two tires out to that left, that right front. And he is setting. If we can pause that, if we can get away from here, I'm going to come back to one team, one dream later. Come back to me and I'm going to show you what I'm talking about. I'm going to tell you what I'm talking about. When the tire carrier on the front has to drop the tire off for the right front, he really has to focus on that. And he takes his eyes off of pit road with those tires coming in. So normally you have the opportunity to get skinny, you know, and you'll see it. But when you have two tires in your hand, that tire carrier did a very good job of dropping that tire off to the right front. And although that tire grazed him, you best believe he saw that car coming, or at least he felt that car coming. And he did a very good job, even though it was knocked out of his hand. He didn't get seriously hurt. You know, they recovered from that. But that is one of those things that you really can't prevent. I'm sure Jimmy saw him and did not do that on purpose. At the same time, you could see on a pit stop, the only reason why Jimmy hit him is because when they were coming out of the box, the two car didn't really give him a lot of room, you know, and pinched him down to there. But he did a good job of avoiding hitting him and he just got the tire. Can't prevent that. Can't even think about it during a stop. You know, it is what it is. You know, this is what we sign up for as athletes. And if you're worried about getting hit, Essentially, that's what we get paid to do. This is human frogger, and it's very exciting to watch. Not to mention, not everybody can do what that tire carrier just did. Those tires are 45 and 50 pounds apiece, and he's carrying one in each hand. And then when he drops that tire off to the right front, he is dropping it off with one hand. So anyways, being mindful of your surroundings and not worrying about the dreadful, you know, dying, getting hit by a car, (laughs) that will make you perform better in the playoffs. Now, moving on right along, one team, one dream. Sounds cliche-ish, but when you wreck, a perfect example of this came up during the race. Chase Elliott's team noticed as they're doing crash repair, look around in that garage. You don't see just uh, Mountain Dew fire suits and the number 19 fire suits. You see the 24 guys in there. You see the 48 guys in there. You see some other fire suits from Hendrick. One team, one dream. It's represented by this video because in the fact that nine is in the playoffs, Hendrick is in the playoffs. All of them come to the aid to assist where they can. So when you have a, a, a wreck like Chase has, as you see the pit crew members, you see Chad Averett right there, you see TJ Semke, those are the, the over-the-wall crew members. Everybody has a specific responsibility when it comes to crash repair like this. The over-the-wall guys, they become the gophers, you know, pretty much. They pretty much make sure all the tools that, you know, are needed or the tires or whatever specific instrument that is needed on pit road makes it back to the garage, to the mechanics that are doing the crash repair. And then once those pit crew guides get to the garage, their responsibility um, is keeping the area clean around the car, getting any type of tool that is necessary for a mechanic. A mechanic might be, in that instance, the axle broke. So everything was focused on the rear of the car. There wasn't really cosmetic damage. Usually the first thing a pit crew member does, I mean, over-the-wall athlete does, is when a car goes to the garage, the first thing he starts doing is clearancing the body, making sure the wheel wells won't scrub or, or cut the new tires that go on, make sure all the little imperfections that might have happened to um, put the car in the garage are cleaned up. 
The mechanics and the race day mechanics are the ones who grind on actually making the change. Another responsibility for the pit crew athletes as well is to make sure that the garage is swept up underneath those tires. When that car is on jack stands, you know, there are rivets being um, popped out. There are drill bits being used to the point where if those are left on the ground after the work is complete and then the car is rolling out of the garage to the track, what happens if they run over that and flatten the tire? It was a push for that 19. They were trying to make up points being that, you know, one of the other cars that were ahead of them in those playoffs could have wrecked and had some trouble. And those were valuable points that they could, you know, they could accumulate from just getting that car back out there on a the track. You know what I'm saying? So that is very important for you over-the-wall athletes. And I know a lot of you guys know that, but at the same time, you want to get involved as much as possible for a championship push like this one. That nine car is under, is under the fire right now, being the fact that, you know, there's a lot of high expectations, you know, that um, not only for that team, but for Chevy as a whole. And Chase Elliott, he is NASCAR's most popular driver. So with them having a mechanical um, failure like that, or one of NASCAR's most popular drivers, with them having a mechanical failure like that, it was paramount that they get back to the track. The mechanics and the overall crew did an awesome job in just making sure that car was able to get back to the track, and I commend them for that. Those are our veteran crew members who have been a part of many accidents. So a lot of those guys, that front tire changer, Nick O'Dell, he's one of their engineers in the shop. Chad Averitt is very versed with body and suspension um, duties. TJ Simke is probably the least versed in mechanical abilities, being that he was a straight-up football player from Kansas and beast mode jackman. But at the same time, the same type of athlete who showed up at that garage with three or four different size axles helping out the mechanics as well. You never want to separate yourself from mechanic and athlete. Learning the nuances of being a good mechanic, how to do crash repair, where to pull on a fender, where to push in on a fender, ultimately will just make you a better pit crew member. I expected nothing less from a team like Hendrick Motorsports to be able to pull that off and to be able to change that axle and get that car back out there. But that's not the case for some. So if you find yourself with deficiencies in the mechanical side as a professional athlete over the wall, that is something you might want to pay close attention to because it could make the difference in the race. Very, very different. Next, I want to talk about working harder. I want to show this video because it highlights the number 19, the number 12, and the 22. The number 19 did four tires, no adjustment. The 12 and the 22 both had right side adjustments. Notice their spacing as they come in. With that type of spacing, it's going to be very hard to over, overtake one of those as well. But the 19 came out in front. Not only did they come out in front, they didn't have adjustments, so that was to be expected. The biggest takeaway I have from these stage two pit stops with seven laps to go is that the 22's, um, the 22's pit stops, their front tire changer, Thomas Hatcher, allowed his right front tire to fall down. You couldn't really see it right there, but the tire fell down. And when I say that, the right front tire that he pulled off the car, as the tire changer was running to the left side, whether it got caught on the hose or whether his foot kicked it, that fell down. Now, mind you, I told you the, the 22 car was doing an adjustment, so they're already delayed. When you're making an adjustment, you're losing time. You're not going to make that back up. What saved the 22 and why I'm even talking about this is because of Dylan Dowell. 
the tire carrier who's been highlighted on this show numerous of times. He brings out the beast modedness. You hear that? Beast modedness, because he is a beast mode tire carrier. When that tire fell down, he was able to pick that tire up as he was running, which is extremely hard in the first case. He picked that tire up while he was running. And the, the second aspect to that stop is the behind the wall crew. There is nothing more special than a behind the wall crew who takes his job serious, who can roll that tire when a, to that tire carrier when he's behind. And what made him behind is because that tire fell down, but he was able to make up that ground, have that tire rolled to him and salvage that stop. You know, that's pretty impressive. Dylan Dow, be proud of yourself. Thomas Hatcher, you'll see on another stop later on in that race, he, he, he corrected that, that issue. It didn't happen more than once, which is why he's a veteran tire changer like he is. Long story short, the opportunity to make the Final Four, not only will it, you know, satisfy your personal goals of being a champion, it would do wonders for your career and your resume. Having the ability to say that you pitted a championship car for a championship driver, you, won't, you don't understand the magnitude and the impact that it has on you progressing in this sport. Hey, we'll be back more. You make sure you come back because we have my favorite part of the show coming up, and that's the Clutch Coffee performance as well as, you know, the RCR. They take Halloween really, really serious, and you'll see why when we get back. Did you know that banks collected over $15 billion in unnecessary bank fees last year? Come on, enough is enough. It's time we took back control of our finances. That's why Moneyline is proud to bring you the financial crew chief and to be a NASCAR sponsor. Look, no one knows more about hard work and pursuing their dreams than NASCAR fans, drivers, and teams. So we want to bring you the kind of banking that the big banks would never build, with features like zero-fee checking and zero-fee investment accounts. And because life is also meant for a join, with Money Lion, NASCAR fans get even more. We're giving away 1,500 NASCAR tickets to our members this year. Plus, you can get 5% cash back on NASCAR tickets at track purchases and all purchases at NASCAR.com. Learn more at MoneyLion.com or download our app. This is America's most powerful financial membership. Money Lion, here we roar. At the Goddard School, teachers customize lessons so children can explore their interests, have fun, and learn the skills they need for success in school and beyond. From infant sign language to pre-K students tackling STEAM learning, our Flex Learning Program, or Fun Learning Experience, is grounded in research that shows the most genuine learning occurs when children are having fun. Our teachers leverage this through lessons inspired by children's imaginations. To enroll, visit GoddardSchool.com. The Goddard School, learning for fun, learning for life. Clutch Coffee Bar, Clutch Performance Award winners. It's obvious who this should go to. Martin Truex, pitch crew, the number 19. Martin Truex's pit crew, I should say, the number 19. That is powered by Clay Robertson, the front tire changer, Lee Cunningham, David O'Dell, Brad Donahue, and Keith Purcell. You know, these are repeat offenders. You know, repeat offenders, all except for one. I have to shout out Brad Donahue. Brad Donahue is very, very impactful for me for the simple fact that Brad Donahue was originally on the 18 car and was demoted when they went to the five crew style. With that being said, he took that time off, worked on his craft, 
adapted to the new changes as a beast mode tire carrier and was promoted back to the 19 and has been balling out ever since. It's hard to make that type of adjustment, especially when you get sat down. I know, I've been there. So Brad Donahue, kudos to you for being a beast mode tire carrier that you are and balling out of control. You know, that Truex, it's hard to pit for Truex when he leads almost every single lap of the race, not to mention he has seven wins this year. So it's expected for him to win everywhere he goes. You know, so good job to those guys. Excited to see them. I know they're going to Homestead, so, you know, um, the competition has their their work cut out for them with them. (laughs) But anyways, Halloween. Happy Halloween, you know, in Charlotte. RCR, Richard Children's Racing, they love Halloween. They have a yearly spooktacular pit crew competition, and I don't really think no one does it better. I'm going to leave you today with Richard Children's Racing and their spooktacular and how impressive and seriously they take their Halloween costumes and their pit stops. I mean, that was pretty good, right? So KISS won the competition, I suppose. I saw Bananas out there. I saw Easy e I saw Coach Belichick. Y'all take that serious out there, man. Y'all look good doing it. Good job. Just don't, don't show up to Texas like that, you know? <laughs> I'm looking forward to Texas. Big pit stalls, big track. I can't wait to see it, man. Good luck to all the crews out there. Make sure you catch the crew call because I'm going to break it down for you just like I did today. 